Former Los Angeles rock radio personalities Ken Anthony and Frankie DeVita were looking for an outlet to continue to talk about their passions, radio and music. The radio landscape has changed so much over the years, and this podcast is their new avenue to discuss music, artists, media, and hopefully keep the spirit of radio alive. It's the Spirit of Radio podcast with your hosts, Ken Anthony and Frankie DeVita. And now, here's Ken and Frankie. Welcome to episode number two of the Spirit of Radio podcast. I'm Ken Anthony. I'm Frankie DeVita. When we first started this, episode one, we didn't have a name yet. Right. So we've come up with one. Yeah. And we've also come up with a guest. Am I the first guest? <laughs> you are the first guest. I am guest. so honored. Oh, wait, wait. You, we have to, we have to uh, officially introduce you. Fanfare? Frankie? Trumpet fanfare? And, and we used a yellow marker for this. So, hey, go ahead. We highlighted your name. Thank, thank you. <laughs> it's easy to forget. I know. This is our good friend and former co-rocker. Well, you're always a co-rocker. Uh, Melissa Max. Hi. Good to see you guys. Good to see you. Now, Mel- we Melissa's were- in from Florida. Did well, we really just do the cheesy radio golf clap thing? We, we just did yeah, that. Did we, we? Did. Yes, we did. Okay, good. We put our all into it. <laughs> I always tell her she needs to put the mic closer. I know. I, I don't want to pop my face. You only do voiceovers. So I was just going to say that. Right? You think you would. Um, so Melissa's in from Florida. But before we get started, we used to work with Melissa at KLOS. And if you heard the first Spirit of Radio podcast, and if you haven't, go back and listen to it now, then come back. Uh, Frankie and I used to work at KLOS and Melissa used to work at KLOS. The difference is Melissa decided to leave KLOS on her own accord. (laughs) She did. And when did that happen? This was okay. So I left LA a a year and a half ago. So this was probably two years ago. I left a couple months before I, I hightailed it. To Florida. To Florida. Uh, and before we get started, we should just get this out of the way. We should get this out <clears throat> of the way. Oh, boy. It's Melissa's birthday today, so we have a card for you, Melissa. We want you to open it up. No mail stripper? Just no, a card? No, well, we have well, a card for you. Card. We want you to, <laughs> there, is, yeah. there could be a gift we, card. We want you to, <laughs> we want you to read the card. Okay, yeah. so we should backtrack a little bit. Right. Um, I'm a very sane cat lady. Right. I'm a little obsessed with... Right. with Debatable. The, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tomato, tomato. Okay. So there are a bunch of cats on the card. Are you going to have a happy birthday with little whiskers? Uh, I'm doing the baby talk oh, voice. Okay. Yeah, okay, okay. Open it. How do I open it? What's it going to do? Oh, no, 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 nothing. Just open it up. Read what it says. Go ahead. Guys, it's not working. No, no. You got to read it. Or have I taught these cats to sing for nothing? Isn't it supposed to like be making okay, a meowing well, it, noise? It will be. It will there's in a second. Card, but what, 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 do, what does it say? What is from us? It says, "Oh, press here." No, 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 no. What does it? What, it, what does it say from us? <laughs> what, did, what did it say from us? Two ninety nine homework. No, happy, happy birthday, Melissa. Love your former co rockers, Ken and Frankie. Okay, now you're supposed to press right. here. Yeah, where it says press here. Right. <laughs> Wait, we should like loop this and just do it the whole. Sh- <laughs> Put it up to the microphone. Meow, 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 meow. Ooh. <laughs> this will stop, right? It, it will not. <laughs> I pray it will. <laughs> thank all you, right, thank all you. Right, all right, all right. All right. <clears throat> now, now, now that now that's what about out of the way. Now what about the male stripper? Was that no? Still no? <laughs> so we'll you talk. left a year and a half ago, and you went down to Florida, and I call it Florida, and tell us where you went from there. In, Which station? Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. to the airport? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
So I now work at, uh, so my first radio station ever was an alternative rock station when alternative rock was actually like new music. BCN? Yes. Boston. WBCN in Boston. Okay. Um, so now I'm back to my roots. I'm back to at an alternative uh, rock station in Miami called The Shark, 104.3 The Shark, and an intercom station. Mm-hmm. And you're on in the evening. I am on 7 to midnight, okay. Monday through Friday. And how do you like it? I like it. It's nice to be back. I mean, no dissing classic rock, but I think as you guys know, like listening to Stairway to Heaven at some point, it's just yes. like, uh, if I hear that little opening thing one more time, <laughs> I'm going to blow my brains out. So it's nice to play new music. Um, what's a little weird is, you know, you start in radio and you start as like the youngest person right. and then life happens. Right. So we did this concert uh, last year. We have two days and one day is we're like the new bands and the next day was the like founding fathers of alternative music. So it was all these. That was like Pearl Jam. <laughs> no, seriously. So it was like all these bands that I have pictures of me with them. Right. Pictures, not on wow. my phone. You know, and I would whip out the photographs, and and it was just weird because now they're like old men. You know, we're looking at the pictures, and we're just like now it's like dad rock. I'm and, like, what the hell and, happened? And your and your co. Well, you wouldn't call them rockers. Your co-alternativers uh, are probably going. Oh my god! They thought it was the coolest them? thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like. Hey, Oh my god! You've been everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Ran around the (laughs) ran around the block a couple of times, driven wet. Yeah, no, I yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was cool, very cool, but very weird, you know. Exactly. Well, one of the questions that uh, that we ask everybody, and well, of course, we've only done one of these. Wait, I'm the first (laughs) guest, dude. We asked each other. We asked the the valet (laughs) as we were parking today. The the waiter, hey, Mike, the engineer. engineer. (laughs) We asked him. Go ahead. Ask the right. question. So I, I want to know. Now, I, wait, in, there's pressure because you ask everyone this. So I want my answer to be better than everyone's. We ask everyone. Oh, okay. boy. All right. That's, well, that's gonna, like, go ahead. All right, so, well, the truth of the matter is we're breaking you in. Okay. Right. All right. Um, so. Or am I breaking you on in? On our birthday. It, yeah, okay. All right. Six of one half doesn't know the other. <laughs> there you go. Um, so it, in the in the spirit of radio. Oh, good. Ding, ding, ding. See how I did that? <laughs> that's good. Uh, what, when did radio first pique your interest at? What stage in your life? What, what age? Like, what, how, and so how did you For me, it was into never it? about radio. It was always about music. And I started interning at a station called WBAB on Long Island. Um, back then, nowadays, because of lawsuits and everything, you have to be in college to be an intern um, for liability reasons. Back then, you could just... So I started at 15. Wow. Um, just, you know, doing call-out research and putting albums away and doing all that stuff. Uh, then I went to radio, uh, to college uh, and was a radio and TV broadcasting major. Then after that, I – did we want an essay? Or did well, I just- <laughs> we were eventually going to get into that, okay, but the I'll, initial yeah. question was what was it this – and you music. said it was music. music. It wasn't even about being – it wasn't even about radio. Well, it was two things. Well, no, because back then it was about the music. I always wanted to be an actress. And at some point I realized I could marry the performance aspect of acting with the love right. of music. So. Right. Well, the other, the other thing about it is, is it, it's interesting because I don't know if you can always say that today because there's so many other ways to get music now oh, yeah. than the radio. Back then it was just the radio. Radio the last way to get your music. Right. Now like, oh, I have to turn on the radio. Right, right. Yeah. But uh, so then go ahead. And from there you went to WBAB. And- uh, then I went to college and uh, we had two um, we had two radio stations. We had an alternative rock and a classic rock radio station. So I DJed on both of those. Then after college, I um, worked at a tiny rock radio station uh, in Watkins Glen, New York, where I was the morning show co-host. And then I did the midday show by myself. 
Then after that, so in this little town, there was like one of the first like mass shootings and all these people were killed in a government building and they wanted local news person to cover it. Wow. So I am getting phone calls from New York and LA and suddenly I'm like this little, I don't know news, but anyway, I'm getting, I was doing national news wow. on this incident. So then, so Crazy. then a bit, a bigger market, um, Ithaca market heard me and then they hired me to do news. And I was like, all right, here's the deal. I will do news during the week, but you got to have me be the rock DJ on the weekend. So I was Perfect. doing both. And, so and, that's how you broke in in, is, yes. at, in Ithaca. But yes. where did, when did the, so interning at the radio station because you loved music, but when did it interest you to actually be on the air? Like when did that click? Hmm. I, you know, it, it, I guess the seed was planted in college, although I was terrible and I have no idea to this day why my parents encouraged me. Like you ever, you know, five years later, you listen to those early things and, you know, your your parents were always like, oh, that's so good. And it was terrible. So for, <laughs> I, it, it, I don't know why anyone ever um, encouraged me. Oh, and then after that, so then I, I left college after doing that and staying there a couple of years. Then I, then I moved to Boston and I was interning again at WBCN. Right. Uh, that eventually led to me being hired as the morning show producer, but that's when I knew I wanted to be on the air. So I was working in a little teeny uh, town called Marshfield, Massachusetts, in a little teeny radio station, and I was the host of the Irish show called the- Feast of Irish Music. <laughs> now, I'm a Jewish girl from New York. Don't let the red hair fool you. My radio name was Siobhan, mm. <laughs> and I would have to be like, that was the bit, the bagpipe. Whatever, that's Scottish, I think. Whatever, I had to talk. But I would take those air checks to Oedipus, who was the boss at, and God bless him, A, I was terrible, B, I had to listen to bad music, and he would right. air check me. And then one day we were air checking, and he's like, you know, we're going to give you a shot here. And I was like, on the radio? <laughs> like, what are you giving me a shot? Whiskey? Like, what is wow. that? So, that, so that's how that all happened. And I have both. Yeah, exactly. And, if I'm going on the yeah, air, I need right. a shot of whiskey. What, shot, uh, what time period was it, and when did you... Uh, Siobhan was on during the church hour right, on Sundays. Right, uh, right. I was just filling initially, uh, and and, and was it was it Melissa Max? No, no, you don't have to give the name if you don't want to. Uh, it, it was DJ Melissa. Oh, DJ. Back Melissa. when DJs were not right. club DJs, right? Went, right. Like, like radio right. DJ right. was king. DJ back then. Melissa. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that sounds pretty hip. <laughs> and they probably thought Melissa was your last name. Right, right. Mm. right. My first name. Mm. No, my first name is D, the middle J, and then Melissa, yeah, there of, course, you go. of course. DJ Melissa. <laughs> well, when you were in Boston back then, was WAAF around then? Yes, it was our main competitor. It was a big, big rivalry back in the day, yeah. Yeah, well, the reason we're saying that is because as we're taping today, yesterday was the final day of WAAF in, were there, Worcester? They were in Worcester. Worcester? I, I think eventually, though, I think they did actually well, move WAAF to Boston. Boston. Yeah. yeah. But they were basically a suburban signal from what I understand. And they, right? God bless them, did so well. I mean, we were in the city. We were the Boston station, and they, yeah. they kicked our ass quite a bit. 50 years. And they were sold to um, uh, EMF, uh, who the, the same people that bought the sound. And so now that signal is doing Christian radio. Oh, so I could today. get a show <laughs> during the church hour. Awesome. <laughs> What's the go. PD's name? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but it's just... You know, part of the, when, when Frank and I did the first podcast, we went into the whole, the whole iHeart thing and what's going on in radio. And uh, Melissa, I know you have some thoughts on that too. Uh, we're not going to say anything necessarily, we're not going to say anything negative about, you know, the companies or anything, but just radio in general. Um, what are some of your thoughts about well, where the- it is now as opposed to 
then? The first thing I want to say about um, WAF, there were three rock stations. There was WBCN, WFNX, and WAF, and now there are none. Yeah. So, I wow. mean, I mean, I guess the wow. LX is the classic rock station. Well, there's WBOS now yeah, is, okay. is doing rock, but, but, but those, but those call rocker, letters yeah, those are gone. Those were the, and, yeah. Right. And, um, so there's that. What was the second question that you asked everybody? None of us are even listening to ourselves. Basically. So you know no, no one's listening to the podcast no, no, if we're was, not even listening and we're doing it. I was talking about the state of radio <laughs> oh. compa- now compared to— This is you know. what I think. I think um, everything—it's— <laughs> No, I understand. <laughs> i got to self-edit a little bit. Yeah. I think—listen, there are so many ways to get your music these days, right? right. I mean, you've got Spotify, you've got satellite radio, you've got—there's right. a million things. Yeah. And not, not just— People are listening, right. not to ours, but people are listening to podcasts. And there's so right. many things you can, ways to get. Right. So for our terrestrial radio, for a radio that's not going across the country, the key thing to me is live and local. Exactly. So you appeal to the people in your town. You talk about things that are important to them and you do it live and timely. There's an accident here. There's a, unfortunately, I think it's become such a business that they're not looking at the product anymore. They're looking at how do we save money? Exactly. So mm-hmm. let's farm out the talent to, uh, it, you live in LA, we're going to have you do seven markets and you're not going to be live and you're not going to, and you're just going to can it. And right. so you lose, lose the relevancy of it. Yeah. And at this point, why are people coming to terrestrial? There's, I'm just going to go to my XM or, you know what I mean? I'm, why, why am I going to listen to that? Well, that seems to be the, the overriding um, sentiment from everybody. You know, uh, I've been in radio a lot longer than both of you guys. Uh, I actually started in radio doing live overnights. Oh, yeah. That, that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, and, and they were six-hour shifts. <laughs> yeah. You had to exactly. do that, Frankie, same thing. Midnight to six. Oh. But, and then the morning show person comes in, and they're all amped on coffee, and you're like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the thing that's that... that what we're trying to do here is, you know, keep the spirit of radio alive, even if we're just talking about the way it used mm-hmm. to be, you know? And that's the thing that's kind of sad to some people who've been in it for a while. And I think, you know, it's sad not just for us as people who have made a—this was our passion, and we were lucky enough to do it as a job. It's sad for listeners, too, because there will be nothing to replace that. Sure, they'll get their music and stuff, but, you know— the nice thing about a live DJ who's local and who goes to the same, it's your friend. Like right. we, you, they can relate to what you're saying and none of that is going to right. exist. I, I would hasten to say in five years. Well, that's interesting. What do you think about that in, in five years, Frankie? Oh, I, I would agree. I mean, I have a son who's a teenager and he is now on Spotify and he doesn't listen to much radio. Even when, you know, if he's in the car, then yeah, he'll, he'll put on a station that he likes or something like that. But even now he's, he was on the iTunes and he mm-hmm. was on, now he's on the Spotify and, you know, whatever comes next. And, and there's really no DJs that he needs. He's to on the to. Spotify. He's on the, the Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> he listens to Spotify. When he's not on the Instagram, then he's on the Spotify. We We're do- watching our talkies at that point. Yeah. But. <laughs> We're not trying to be negative about radio here, are we? No, I, no, um, I, think, I, think, I it's, think it's realistic. It's realistic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the state of radio. Yeah. It's the state of where it is right now. And, and it's not just radio. I mean, that's when I first moved to L.A., I was an executive producer for video. Mm-hmm. By the time I left that field, um, they were hiring people to be predators. So they had to produce, edit, and host. So they're just cutting corners. Uh, they're whoever they are. The power the man is right. just cutting corners right. everywhere. Right. And at some point, it becomes less about the product and more about the money, but that's so short-sighted because you have to have a product to sell. 
Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and, and your point about, you know, the, the live and local thing I mentioned last uh, on, on our first podcast about on Thanksgiving Day, I, I took a call from somebody who um, and I and I wanted to kind of make a bit out of it. And I said, hey, this is Ken. Who's this? And he mentioned his name. And I said, so what are you doing? It's Thanksgiving. What are you doing with your family? He goes, I don't have a family. He goes, I just listened to the radio. You guys are my friends and family. Ugh. Never forgotten that. That will not happen if, if a live person is not there. Let me give you an example. So uh, September 11th, the September mm, 11th okay. <clears throat> in Boston. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I was on the air with two other people wow. for 12 hours. No music, obviously. BCM? Yes. Mm. Just taking yeah. phone calls and talking people down. Mm. And there's no <clears throat> script at that point because you don't even know what you're feeling. I'm yeah. getting goosebumps right yeah. now. But yeah. it was a big... Ther- they helped me. I helped them. It was just a bit, you know what? There's mm-hmm. nowhere I would have wanted to be for the t- those right. 12 hours. Exactly. A- and, and no, that, you know, there'll be yeah. a news coverage, but it won't be personal. Nothing's yeah. personal. That's anymore. the, uh, that's the thing about where, where it's heading, where terrestrial radio is heading is that it's not interactive. Like it used to yeah. be. Yeah. You can't just call a radio station and have a, a DJ answer the phone, put you on the air, uh, some hours of the day, right. possibly. Yeah. Yeah, we, we mentioned last time on the on the last podcast that uh, you were on the air when Tom Petty passed away. Yeah, and I remember listening mm-hmm. to you, Frankie. I also think you did a fantastic Glenn Fry job. Passed away yeah. as well. Yeah, and and those are the those are the times when when people who listen to radio and music radio they want to have that community. They want to call and talk about what the artist means to them. And you also, know? you got to rip up the script at some point if you're exactly. reprogrammed or tracked or whatever. Right. They, you're going to be playing inappropriate music at right. that time and not even addressing what the rest of the world well, is Well, and God addressing. forbid that some catastrophe happens. Yeah, catastrophe, yeah. natural disaster, but, and you know, it's, and it's business as usual well, because it's already what may happen, I think, is it's just going to be very cut and dry. They're going to, you know, every cluster now owns a news station, so that, that feed right. is mm-hmm. just going to go over every single radio yeah. station that they I've have. actually heard that. You know, yeah, I've and heard it's, it already. It's, and the other thing, uh, when I was saying it's happening everywhere— so I've been away from L.A. for a year and a half, and I'm driving around, and everything's becoming very homogenized. All the little mom-and-pop places are now chain stores. I, I've i gone to China a couple of times, and what I used to— 10 years ago when I went the first time, it's very Asian. Mm-hmm. And now if you took the Asian people out of the, the equation, if you just were to look at the streets, you would think you were— you could be in New York. Hmm. You could you could be in London. I mean, it's— we're Basically, all, the homogenization of— Yes, yeah, so, you know, on one hand, it's like, oh, a global market. Mm-hmm. It's it's about, it's all about money, basically. Right. But we're taking the humanity out of everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. what's yeah. beautiful is everyone's different. I'm going to kumbaya on. I become a very right. big hippie, by the way. Right. Um, <laughs> we can hug after this, if you like. Um, but people are getting plastic surgery to look like each other. You know, everyone, it's, it's just... I understand. Oh, God, should we say, hey, kids, get off our lawn? Well, no, oh, my God, no, I said, no, no, too, with my New York accent. <laughs> oh, my God, we turned into those people. Oh, well, my God. But you're absolutely right. Because you're old. Uh, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, are we right? We're not right. How old are you? I'm 38. Oh, okay. you're, okay, you're kind of yeah. old. You got one foot, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're kind of old. Yeah. So wait till you get, for, wait till you t- remove the kind of from old. <laughs> um, listen, um. We're doing these podcasts because we want to keep the spirit of radio alive, ding, ding, ding. which is positive, right? But we also need to be realistic about it. I don't want to be a, you know, Debbie Downer about it, but this is the, th- the reason why we're doing this is because we want to try and keep it alive. At the very least, talking about it, I think, 
you know, but I wonder in the next five to 10 years what terrestrial radio is actually going to be like. What do you think? Oh, wow. I, I couldn't even venture a guess. I, it's definitely not going to be, I mean, the, the personal aspect of it and the interactive aspect of it is already disappearing before our eyes yes. and our ears. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and, and I think it's going to be even more so. I think if there's, it's going to be a skeleton of what it, what it was when we first started in radio. Right. Right. But um, I'm sure they'll find a way to monetize it nonetheless. What do you think, Melissa? I'm more doomsday. I think yeah. they are right now. You think now, less than five years? Just like we're ruining the planet, I think they're, there's, there'll be no need for it. What are they selling that they can make quicker, faster, cheaper? So I, I don't even well, think Well, there it's is AI going. now, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. So, so. Right. Well, look. Um, but on the bright side, you know, the planet may not be around in three years. So we, you know, <laughs> so we don't have to worry. About we don't have to worry about terrestrial radio. We just have to worry about, you know, the Earth. So. You know, I'm trying to be as positive about it. But, yeah, me too. But, 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 but look at, yes, we can tell. We can tell. Um, happy birthday. Um, here's, here's the deal. Like, what is the same now than it was 20 years ago? Newspapers? No. no. I think love of music. Right. Right. Uh, phone books? No. Um, things just change with the times. And we use I, the word evolve, though, and it's not evolving because, right. yeah, what's missing now is personal mm-hmm. interaction. Right. Social media. I have 600 friends. In real life, I could go four days and not speak to another human being. You know, exactly. it's, that's what that's exactly. the thing that we're corrupting. Well, uh, you know, you know I, I wanted to bring this up. I know one of the things that you've been doing down in Florida, because we've been friends, is that you are starting to do some... I guess video stuff um, is it would it would be called self help or self actualization or or what? So and we can talk about this more because I don't want to hog right. up your guys' time. But right. um, I had a complicated year 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 and a half two years, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the reasons I left. Um, and I sort of being away from the stress of LA and and the work environment, mm-hmm. uh, I sort of went through like sort of a, a I want to say awakening because that sounds ridiculous, but mm-hmm. I went through some kind of transformation. Okay. And I've learned so much. And we are all our own worst enemies. Oh, my right. God. I just had, like, lit, lit song <laughs> puppets. It's like what I call music to rest. Like, oh, God. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Um, so what I'm doing now, um, you know, obviously radio has a shelf life, is I'm taking my hosting experience, my interview experience, my editing experience, and I started a, um, a channel uh, called Transform Everyday Magic on YouTube. And basically, I want to help people. If I can stop someone from suffering, if I can lessen their suffering for 30 seconds from things I have lost, mm-hmm. that's what I, that's what the aim of this is. That's what I want to do. And there's that personal connection right. and people being human. And no, our life is not perfect as it is on mm-hmm. Facebook. So let's talk about the real shit. Suicide rates are through the roof. Can I say shit? Oh, of course. It's a, it's podcast. a podcast. Can I say fuck? I you, just, just you just did. <laughs> Hot sucker? Uh, <laughs> okay, sorry. Now you're, wait, wait, now wait. you're getting in a George Carlin territory. You just blew your shot at that Christian broadcasting. <laughs> damn it up. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Man. All right, so yeah, so let's, but thank you for addressing that, but that's what I'll be doing. No, so. but I mean, it, it, it's, it's like, you got to tell the truth. And I still love radio. And that's why I, I you know, I want, I want to keep the spirit alive. I, I want to be Kenny Upper. Um, so you, you to, were the you guy have, on the street corner, right? right, right? right you yeah, have yeah, to call yeah, him yeah. that. You realize from now on, you have to be like it's Frankie it, it, DeVita and Kenny Upper. Like that's gonna. 
Seriously, I will I will hunt you down if you right, don't do that. All right. Let's we need mo- a can you have a Chiron? Okay. Oh no, it's audio. Right. I was gonna let's, say you need a uh, yeah, oh, shut up. Let's okay. mo- let's move on to the <laughs> musical portion of the program, right? Unless we have you have something else, Davida. I, I just I wanna hear just one quick story. Mm-hmm from you about uh if you can if it comes to mind right now uh what was one of the more unusual moments or meetups that you had in the music industry like uh, an interview or something that stands out that kind of was not going to go into details but uh an interview with dave navarro where he made me cry and then got yelled at but i actually left the studio i ended the interview i think it was a 40 second interview <laughs> Stormed out. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. And like by the second question, he had me. Apparently, there were a list of questions I was not supposed to ask him, mm-hmm. which no one bothered to give me. <laughs> so my first two questions, he thought I was like attacking him or what. He was at, with Carmen Electra at the time. I like how I'm not giving details. Mm-hmm. And they had a reality show, and I wasn't allowed to talk about any of that. I wasn't allowed to talk about the Chili Peppers, which is freaking. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I asked like two questions, and then he was like, and then I was like. Thanks so much, Dave Navarro. Nice talking to you. And I hit the mic and I just went into music and left the room while Tough Girl and then cried my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Then I had to walk back in the studio when he was there and his publicist had talked him down and then he hugged me. And then I would run into him over the years and he would always hug me and because um, he felt bad. But it was still weird. And then he started working in our radio station. Remember he did the show for um, the news station. Oh, KABC? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he had a show. So, you know, occasionally have to pass each other in the hall, <laughs> which was never awkward at all. So, yeah. So that's my most interesting moment. Yeah. You know, I had one with... Um, well, you're going to tell us a good story because you're Kenny Upper. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it was uh, Michael Schenker, who had opened for Ted Nugent back in San Jose. And he was... I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but he came in. Ted Nugent was the headliner. This was obviously in the 80s when you guys were still uh, kids. Um, but he came in and he was an asshole. See, it's a podcast. I could say he's an asshole. Cocksucker. And um, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't talk. Sorry, it was I'm like, so yeah, everything. I'm so sorry. And so finally, I finally, I said to him, I said, um, are you happy you're here today? What do you mean I'm not happy I'm here today? For the German. Wait, I was yeah, going to say, even if you're happy yeah, when yeah, you're German, you it doesn't, doesn't sound, sound happy, right? And I said, well, it just doesn't seem like you want to be here. I mean, that was the most honest I've ever been. Yeah. And, he's, and he's like, well, what do you mean? I mean, he was just like, so, so then I just stopped. I said, I'm not getting anywhere with this guy. I said, and this is when we were playing, this is before CDs, man. We were playing albums. So I just, I had this brilliant idea. I think it's brilliant. I said, uh, all right, well, I have another question for you, Michael. Um, what is that little hole in the middle of the album? What do you think of that? I just confused the hell out of him. He goes, what do you mean the little hole in the middle of the album? Yeah, what does that mean to you? What is, what is that little he just, he did not, he just stopped. And I said, okay, thank you, Michael. We'll and then you see. took out the Victrola <laughs> and, and yeah, you wound yeah. it up. <laughs> but but, but the, the funniest part was Ted Nugent came in after him. But and he was, was like a nice guy, 20, right? 20 minutes later. And you'll never forget, first couple minutes goes, yeah, I heard that question about the hole in the middle of the album. That's classic. I'm using that. He goes, let me tell you something. Shanker's an asshole. But the guy that was is opening Ted, for him, Ted Nugent, Ted Nugent said that. That, that doesn't so surprise it me confirmed, one bit. It confirmed. And, you know, you, you don't, just because they open for you doesn't mean you're friends. Right. Wait, so what is that called? The hole in the middle of the record. <laughs> we don't know because he didn't answer it's the question. The it's the hole a, in the middle of the record. <laughs> I think there's got to be a name oh, for it, right? Gosh. It's a hole where the thingy goes. <laughs> right. The doohickey yeah, hole. Yeah, the, do, the doohickey the, hole. The, the which album. is pretty much how the I learned about sex. The, doohic- the turntable doohickey. <laughs> yeah. The thigma uh, goes into the doohickey yeah, hole in the record. I got that. I, 
would. I hope there aren't kids listening because ooh, this just took a turn. <laughs> Oh my music gosh. news time. Music news time. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go on to some music news. Yes. Um, uh, okay, so um, the Foo Fighters announced a new tour this year uh, and uh, a new album, I, I believe, is coming out as well. And I'm super excited. They are celebrating the 25th anniversary of their first tour as the Foo Fighters. Wow. It's called the Van Tour. And the reason they're calling it that is uh, they're naming it after the Dodge van that they drove across no North kidding. America That's in. Awesome. Yeah. And so let's do the math. So they started touring in. When? 25 years ago. So that would be 95. 1995. <laughs> Do you know Kirk Cobain would have been 54 this week? Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's Some crazy. perspective. Wow. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne? Um, you have uh, that on there? Yeah, I do. Uh, Ozzy. Well, good news and bad news. Good news is uh, Ozzy's new album came out yesterday. It's great too, by the way. And the bad news is he had to cancel his tour. Yeah. Because of uh, the health issues. Yeah, he's got to go to Switzerland. He's got to have like eight weeks of medical mm. treatment. So they had to cancel Man. the tour. But the album's out. And um, I don't think he's going to ever tour again. No, I can't. think that's I it. Can't. I don't think he's, he will. I either. made this analogy the other day. He's like a cat. Yeah. I mean, this man has had so many lives. He's yeah. from the drugs right. to the alcoholism to the medical issues to that. Remember that? accident he was in driving mm-hmm. the, the ATV. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, like yeah. I mean yeah. so he's kind of Superman so you know he, he's got maybe one maybe and, one and a half lives and, and that know. won't be on stage that'll be a very different Ozzy Osbourne yeah I think there's more going on there too yeah I think so that. too yeah. I, I think there's more going on there, well but, the start of Parkinson's is right. is um you know so I mean best wishes to Ozzy you know uh Anybody who's ever met him before, he's he's a little scatterbrained, but, uh, you know, just a, an awesome person. And you have to listen very closely. Oh, here's something really cool. So there's a petition going around uh, for ACDC to play the Super Bowl halftime show next year. No kidding. Yeah, there's awesome. a, so ACDC is, you know, it's been rumored, and I, I guess, I'm not sure if it's confirmed. I haven't heard it absolutely confirmed, but they're back together with Brian Johnson, recording an album. And uh, so this girl named Gina um, put up a petition on change.org and then D Snyder got a hold of it and he started pushing it. So now it's, it's got uh, 20, 30, I think 37,000 as I checked it yesterday, but you can go on change.org and sign the petition and possibly have ACDC. Oh, now, is it going to be, so cool. be family friendly though? Because those slutty old women, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's, here's the deal. It's like, uh, I, I'm a rocker, but I, I kind of enjoyed the this last uh, Super Bowl halftime show. I thought it was okay. I mean, Beyonce. I actually, and, you know, I, I actually okay. liked it on so many levels. Yeah. And here's the thing. Yeah. Someone's going to complain. People love complaining. Right. Unlike us, Kenny right. Upper, who right. are just bring joy and kumbaya <laughs> to the world. You know, just people like to complain. I personally don't get it, but I just know some people like to complain. I didn't have ACDC a problem with the, would be awesome. I didn't would have a problem so with awesome. this latest Super Bowl right. halftime show. I thought right. it was great having right. two women, right. uh, two uh, Latino, Latino women, women in Miami. It was Come on. great. Here's but I think, it, I think it'd be great to yeah. change it yeah. up every I, year. I, I just and not get some rock back on right. there. I just complained about the traffic, not the halftime <laughs> show. <laughs> have you guys, uh, sort of sidebar, have you guys watched the Taylor Swift Netflix documentary? Yes. Yet? Was that amazing? You have to. Great. You really have to. You guys should talk great. about that because it, it really. Well, we could talk really, really, about it now. Well, no, you need to. You need to watch it. It's <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, oh, we should because oh. I won't be complaining. Actually, it was really good. <laughs> but it really shows you. So watch it. What is it called? Right. Do you remember? What it's it's called? Uh, Miss Americana. It's on yeah, Netflix, Miss, oh, Miss and it shows the evolution of uh, a sixteen-year-old girl into a thirty-year-old woman. Yeah. Uh, you also get and also the bullshit of the entertainment She's industry. So honest. It's it's you feel for. That's great. I never felt either way about her. I never right. even had an opinion about her. Right. 
Um, but you also get to see her writing music and her process, and mm. she's really, but don't really you talented. Think, don't you think, Melissa and Frankie, if you get to that uh, that stage of an absolute superstar, does it really matter? You you can say anything you want. I think I think I I think no seriously. Think about this. I think when you get to that point. You can say anything. Not if you're a woman, Dixie Chicks. Really? Yeah. And, and, oh, so. yeah. Watch this. Let's get, let's get Chachi even, in on they this. Even, they even talk about that. Chachi, do you have an Chachi. opinion? Chachi. Well, let's get, let's let's, get is there who another is microphone? Chachi? Let's tell him. another microphone This is not here. Joni Loves. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, all right. I'll, I'll share one with uh, Melissa and Frank. Yes. No, no. Melissa. Uh, he's yeah. a, he's a Chachi Dennis. Chachi Dennis is the big boss man here at Benstown Studios in Glendale. And we love Chachi. And thank you so much. Chachi loves everybody. But, but, Chachi loves everybody. Chachi, podcast. can you can you weigh in on this? Do you think it's a women thing, or do you think when you get to that point, like Taylor Swift, you're so big that I think it it, it allows you to say whatever you want? You know what's funny? You're not letting me say what I want. Okay. Though. You're bringing it. Oh, wow. Oh. Chachi, okay. can you mansplain to me how it is right, to be right, a woman right, in right. America? Thank you. Right. <laughs> I think I'm going to do a very poor job of that, but uh, it's a, an absolute pleasure having you uh, having you guys he's in here. That's exactly. He's, <laughs> he's, he's not answering the question. No, I love that. I am. Uh, I was right. straight back. I just came back from Nashville yesterday. I was at CRS, oh, okay. and one of the big topics right now is that there's a huge discrepancy between the amount of female artists on country radio versus male artists, and there's a uh, an argument right now that, uh, in I think it was Coleman Research that did it. Uh, that 84% of the people that were polled wanted it to be the equal amount of female songs versus male wow. sung songs, wow. which is interesting. It is. I had an interesting though conversation with uh, Carolyn Gilbert from Critical Mass. Mm-hmm. That we say that because I think in theory we'd really right. like that. But then when you test the songs individually – it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. So what, what what is the percentage in country? Is it like eighty percent? I mean, men to female, or what I is don't it? remember okay. specifically, okay. but it is it is definitely dramatically more male artists than. Female. Well, Just that's like a, radio. that's the same thing we've dealt with in rock radio. I mean, I don't yeah. know how many years it's like, oh, you know, she's really good, but she's a female rocker, you know? You're good. You're and, a great female drummer. Like, right. you know, all my girlfriends right. who are in bands, it, there's always a caveat to and, why, and, you know. And, and, and we talked about this. Pat Benatar should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If nothing else, be. it's her influence for, to right. female rockers, you know? And so. But but to go back to your question, right. that very thing is addressed so she was always apolitical. She was never allowed to give her opinion. Right. And, st- and country music was her start. Hmm. And she's a pretty blonde girl and she's a pretty young blonde girl. And she so- sort of started having an internal struggle, like mm-hmm. with the elections and, mm-hmm. and gay mm-hmm. rights and certain. And she wanted to come out and say who she was voting for. And, and her people were like, no, 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 you no, can't don't do, that. do that. So you need to watch it because it really does okay. answer that question. I will. Yeah, I will. it was it was right. very well done. Thank you for being here. And anything you guys need in the future, <laughs> don't hesitate to ask. Do you have a muzzle? We just need one. <laughs> <laughs> oh Thank my you. gosh! Thank you, Chachi. Thanks, Chachi. So, how many minutes are we into this here, Mister oh. Mister Ramos? You're Thirty-eight minutes. Thirty-eight minutes. Okay. Well, okay. yeah. Well, we uh, probably have another five minutes in us, and. Uh, because we have uh, some other things going on here. Frankie, what else you got? You're so prepared. You've got so many awesome things here. I did. Well, I love it. I, I know. love it. I love to know what's going on in the world of music. Um, so for our metal fans, uh, Ronnie James Dio, who has been passed for 10 years now, uh, there's going to be a feature-length, career-spanning documentary oh, I heard about, this. about his yeah. life yeah. coming out. 
Um, of course, his his widow and manager, Wendy Dio, uh, is in talks or is working with BMG to put out this uh, documentary. Uh, it doesn't say when it's going to be out yet, but they're all excited about it. And so I'm sure it'll hit like Netflix or maybe Hulu or I don't know. Well, wasn't I don't know there if it'll go an that event big, the other night? To, yeah, I was there, there were, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you were there? there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, tell um, us about it. Well, um, I tried to get in. I didn't get a call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually paid because you know, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm not an L.A. radio DJ anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I actually had to pay. No guest list, no laminate, no free drinks. It sucked, dude. Um, however, were, you, were you behind the rope? <laughs> There was a rope. I couldn't even see the rope. I was I was next to the restroom. What are you talking about, girl? This is L.A. Um, oh, however, I did try to go to the Ozzy was supposed to do a thing that was in the town. And, thing, and it yeah. was it happened to be at a radio station I used to work at. And I was right. like, oh, I know people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah there wasn't room. It was over capacity. Mm-hmm. So that was a bummer. Mm-hmm. But at least I did go to the D.O. thing. And it was great. And Wendy's great about keeping that uh, legacy alive yes, right. and also she's- raising cancer. So it's it's all a good thing, I think. Yeah, she's, she's terrific. And uh, have you guys... Uh, ever met Ronnie? I did. I've been to his house, but it was after. So I'm, I know Wendy and a friend right. of mine is very uh, big in the Dio camp. Yeah. So I actually went to a, a Halloween party at mm-hmm. his house yeah. uh, right before I left, actually, the Halloween before I left. And there's his, this room. He was an avid reader. And there's this room with this leather chair and just books and books. And, and I just sat in the chair and it was like, I felt like I was channeling him. For, it was yeah. so cool. So... He's, he's amazing. Um, back in the 80s when I was at KSJO, I uh, interviewed him maybe three or four times because they were big back then. And what I remember about him is not only being a gentleman, but he remembered my name. Wow. And how many wow. rock stars wow. remember the names? They, and of it, that caliber, yes, too. Like, yeah. It, it would wow. be like, hey, Ken, how's your fam? I mean, and this was the first time I met him. I told him a little bit by myself, blah, blah, blah. He asked the questions and we did the interview. The next time he came in, he knew my name, knew everything about it. Impressive. Wow. wow. Now, did he know you as Kenny Upper at the time? <laughs> I was in a... I will um, never hear the end of uh, that. No, you will not. <laughs> I you was can in mark a, my uh, words. Dio uh, video shoot. I, went, I really? was in a vi- Dio video years ago. Uh, 80s. Uh, Zuma Beach. Big bonfire. No kidding. Uh, that's back when I was uh, an intern over at KNEC, which was the heavy metal station in right. Long Beach. Right. And uh, One they of the just phone had a, foxes? I was the phone fox, yeah. And so they had a bunch of phone foxes. <laughs> oh my foxes God, the eighties, huh? Go off God and uh, be at, be at this do video. When shoot, you were a phone fox, were you allowed to give your opinion to the listeners, or did you? Uh, just kidding. Probably. Oh man, I probably I might have given my opinion. <laughs> well, I kind of think you would have. I kind of. Um, I'm sure you might have a few other things, but I have to share this. This is um, 1989. On this day, February 22nd. Thirty-first, uh, my year, my birth year okay, too. Yeah, That's yeah, great. There you go. Okay, thirty-first. Hey, grand- Mike, you can't laugh. We just met, <laughs> dude. I need another oh, muscle. What the no, hell? It's funny. All right, so let's see if you all remember this. Thirty-first Grammy Awards, Radio City Music Hall, New York City. Steely Dan, Metallica. Award for the best hard rock yeah, metal right. performance, <laughs> vocal or instrumental for their album was. Jethro, Jethro Tull. Tull. Oh, that's what I meant. Yes. I blew it. Jethro I said Steel Hotel. They won yeah. for the uh, Crest of the Nave. Uh, meanwhile, Metallica's album, um, they did not win. And remember when we were all saying, well, at least the flute is a metal right, instrument. Right, exactly. <laughs> but that was that's this, the only tie-in. That happened there this were day. There wow. too. This day back in 1989. So I had to share that. That's crazy. Yeah, I, we were, I think my jaw hit the floor when I saw that on yeah. television. I was yeah. like, what? It's not metal. 
Well, look, this has been uh, this has been thank you fantastic. guys for having me. Thanks for spending your birthday with very yeah. first guest. And, I appreciate uh, it. Next time we do one of these things, you need to hold back a little bit. Okay? You know, I have that problem. You're so shy. Yeah. You're so shy. Do you know I yeah. actually was shy for the majority of my life? I don't know what the <laughs> hell happened, but it's the Florida. I it's, the, it's the Florida. Um, but can I plug my my YouTube channel? Yes, that has please. Seventy viewers, yeah. I believe it yes. is. Uh, after uh, you know, after you plug it, you'll have seventy one or sixty. <laughs> it could go either way. <laughs> People are gonna be like, oh. um, so it's transform everyday magic on YouTube. Thank you. And I want to say one last thing. So since since this is a podcast and it's not actually radio, but we would still like a little bit of interaction. So I'm going to throw out our email address. So it is the Spirit of Radio Podcast at gmail.com. Okay. Spirit of Radio Podcast at gmail.com. And um, you know, um we, we didn't we didn't mean to be so negative about radio at the beginning, but it's just kind of the reality of it. So um, I miss it. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. And uh, what about you? I still do it. So (laughs) I still do it too. It's not always live, but I still do it. Oh, you do. You're in San Francisco. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That, that city. All right, cool. This was fun. Thank you very much to our engineer, Mike Mike Ramos. Chachi Benstown, our special guest, Melissa Max on her birthday. Uh, I'm Ken Anthony. I'm Frankie DeVita. And this is the Spirit of Radio podcast. Kenny Upper. (laughs) Keep the faith. Thanks for joining us on the Spirit of Radio podcast. We'll have another episode coming soon. Please feel free to like, share, or comment. You can reach Ken and Frankie at the Spirit of Radio podcast at gmail.com. The Spirit of Radio podcast. Keeping the spirit of radio alive.